Hey everyone, this is Prashant and I'll be your host for the VC10X podcast and today we have Shashank Randev with us. Shashank is a co-founder of 100X VC, India's first venture fund to invest in early stage startups via iSafe Notes. In this episode, we talk about Shashank's story and how he started investing, targeting to invest in 100 companies every year, investment thesis at 100X VC, why India is the next big thing, what are iSafe Notes, who can apply for funding from 100X VC, exciting portfolio companies and lots more. So without wasting any time let's dive straight in hey shashank so good to have you on the vc 10x podcast how are you doing hey prashant thanks for having me and looking forward to our conversation pleasure hosting you so uh 100x vc has been mentioned quite a few times on the podcast previously we hosted Herschel Mehta previously uh, on the podcast and he was also mentioning how 100xvc like basically uh, nurtures these really high quality startups and that makes like really good quality deal flow for them that they invest in so excited to have you here to talk more about what you do with 100xvc uh, but to start things off can we have your story and how you started investing sure uh, yeah so i s- started my journey sometime in 2004 um uh, right after my engineering and uh, work with, you know, uh, a few companies uh, on the corporate side, but then I ended up doing my MBA. Uh, and post-MBA, I think uh, in 2009, I had a great opportunity to become the founding member for a startup, which happened to be building a product for the venture capital and private equity space and sector. And, uh, and, and you know, I, ha- I was very fortunate to be, you know, pitching that product, building that product, which was a SaaS platform of uh, uh, companies very much like uh, Traxin back in those days called VCC Edge, uh, which was being used by uh, the venture capital and private equity industry. And, and I think that was th- that decade, that year, and the few years which followed were the formative years for the Indian investment ecosystem. Uh, which gave me deep insights into you know what was happening because I was meeting these uh, funds day in and day out um, and built strong relationships with them over the next seven years. And then again, was very fortunate to see that startup be uh, acquired by News Corporation. So saw that piece of the journey. And then because I'd spent so much time uh, building out this product with my team, and uh, having interacted with the whole VC ecosystem and seeing so many deals happen, I obviously wanted to enter uh, the ecosystem. Again, was very uh, fortunate once again uh, to land an opportunity with a news fund which was setting up shop in India. Uh, it was an accelerator model and we uh, incubated 70 companies and invested in 16. Uh, I moved out in 2016. And I uh, started doing angel investments, uh, but obviously wanted to, you know, set up a fund uh, and, and you know, bumped into, you know, Sanjay, who was a mentor and uh, an acquaintance for the last 10 years during my VC circle days. And he had this vision, uh, which I completely resonated with. He said, you know, do you want to uh, set this up and, you know, come on board? And, and again, I was fortunate enough to get that opportunity. And, and that's how 100X started um, in 2019, where... Uh, Sanjay, uh, Nenad Karpe, Yagnesh Sangrachka, myself, and Watsal, we all came together uh, to uh, you know invest in very early stage companies because from our vantage point, we realized that that was the missing opportunity where a discovery fund can come in and uh, invest in 100 companies a year 
and and become the de facto discovery fund for any type of follow on investor, be it angel, angel networks, uh, venture capital funds, so on and so forth. Absolutely, yeah, and that's very interesting. Investing in super early stage co- companies and. And I believe that's when the companies actually also need the most amount of support and help. And uh, like capital is maybe not the highest priority thing that they need right now. More what more of what they need is mentorship and someone that can help them get to a stage uh, where they can maybe raise more capital, right? And I believe 100X is doing exactly that. So can, can you give us more insight into how the 100X accelerator actually operates at that uh, taking in people and then what process do they actually go through that makes them good companies. Yeah, so I mean, see, we we are a fund at the end of the day, and uh, the objective is to invest in a large set of companies. Now, you you call it an accelerator model, or you call it a incubation model, or you just call it a fund. And I think we believe that we are a fund which is just doing a large set of companies. And as a function of that, we are piecemealing and managing these companies in a certain format, and hence the class format or a batch format. So what we do is when we are when we Started the fund, uh, you know, we we wanted to deploy capital in one go in a large set of companies. That's the that was the first objective, right? So we identified uh, you know twenty investable opportunities after speaking with founders from a pool of four thousand applications. And then once we decided that these are the companies we want to work with, the first step was to deploy capital and give them the money, uh, post the due diligence and all of that, uh, you know. Uh, uh, pulling it down from uh, identification of the company to investing in the company, bringing it down to a 20-day process, right? And and investing in the first set of companies all at one go. So that was ne- first step number one. And then obviously, the point comes in where you as a VC, as an early stage fund, as a micro VC, want to manage your portfolio company. And that's when we get down, uh, put our heads down with the founder and start working on them. And those could be various nuanced approaches because... Uh, these are very early stage companies. These are companies where typically growth stage VCs are not coming in. How do you make them uh, grow for a growth stage VC, right? So it's a lot more around how do you sharpen the product? How do you sharpen their GTM? How do you get them clients and get them business and create that stickiness around that product uh, so that when you're getting them ready to pitch to other investors at, at our VC pitch day, uh, they, are, they are ready to raise money. So uh, we typically, when we invest in a company, from there on to 90 to 120 days is when we are going to announce them at the VC pitch day. So essentially, we have 90 to 120 days uh, before that to kind of, you know, sharpen their product, sharpen their GTM strategy, right? Uh, and once they are announced at the VC pitch day, on an average, our portfolio companies end up raising 450k to 500k in USD. Uh, but the journey continues, right? We then uh, manage them and help them stitch the round uh, close that money, but also ensure that we are working as a uh, partner for them, continuing their product enhancement, continuing their GTM strategy. Uh, and that all of this happens through a bunch of masterclasses before the VC pitch day. Not only is 100X team, uh, be it Sanjay, uh, Inad, uh, Yagnesh, myself, uh, Watsil, and the entire analyst team working with these founders, we also have external folks, advisors, seasoned entrepreneurs, and investors who come in, speak with these founders, give them practical insights. Uh, all of the, uh, the 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 process is largely driven from generating practical inputs to developing practical outputs uh, so that uh, the company is able to move from a seed to a series A and series B. That's the vision. 
uh, and that's how we design it, right? That's all. So the idea is we've done seven. Uh, we started with a check size of twenty five lakhs. We've done eighty investments uh, with that check size. Uh, those eighty companies ended up raising uh, roughly around sixty two million USD at the VC pitch days. Seventy percent of that came through VCs, which was uh, which included Sequoia, Chirate, uh, and twenty five percent came through angels, angel networks, family offices. Uh, and then we also became confident as a fund, right? So we then increased uh, our check size to 1.25 crores, which roughly amounts to 160k USD. And uh, uh, and today we stand at a portfolio size of 105, uh, with a total capital deployed of 50, 50, a little higher than 50 odd crores. And uh, and while we are in 105 in three years, the idea is, can we do 100 a year? Uh, and that's what we're trying to do. Uh, we are in the midst of closing a class 09, which should have another set of 20-odd companies, and we'll announce them sometime in May. Uh, and then again, back to class 10, class 11, and the idea is to build a large portfolio of 500-odd companies uh, over the next two, three years. Yeah, that's incredible. And uh, while you're investing in these companies or backing these companies, I believe you, you must be receiving a lot of applications. Uh, and they are at like super early stages uh, where it's not the... VC kind of pitches and solidified yet, right? So, on what basis do you evaluate? Like, should we take them in this program or not? So, that's a great question, Prashant, and thanks for asking that. I think, uh, you know, one of the most important things which we do uh, at this stage is to identify uh, what value we can create for that particular company, right? And before we get into that, there are five parameters which we need to cover, right? One is founders' backgrounds and founders' complementary skill sets, right? And I think that is more of a gut and psychological and just human thing to, you know, get to know the founder and the pulse of the founder. Uh, and we spend a lot of time, you know, engaging and speaking with the founder. Then we move, obviously, to the to the vision or to the total addressable opportunity which they are working towards, right? Uh, how big is their opportunity? Can it grow? Can it be an addressable business opportunity over the next 10 years? Can this be a sizable business, uh, you know, with significant dent in the universe, so to speak. Third point is business model, right? Is the business model scalable, right? Is it incremental? Can it be exponential, right? Um, and the fourth point is, is there a moat in the business, right? And moat can be determined through various aspects, right? We are very sector agnostic. So we've invested in deep tech on one side of the spectrum. We've invested in D2C brands. Now, uh, in, a, in a deep tech, the the moat can be the IP, but in a in a D two C brand, let's say with you know Kerala Banana Chips, which is a portfolio company, uh, there is no how do you determine the moat? A lot of people ask us, right? And the moat is execution, right? The ability to create a stickiness brand, a create a good product, and b uh, it being consumed, right? So uh, so we identify the moat or IP relevant to that particular sector and that business, and then fifth, obviously, is uh, as I said, you know, what value can we bring on to the table uh, and, you know, looking for a bare minimum 20 to 30 x return on that company. So these are the broad parameters we look at. Um, and obviously, when you do this day in and day out, uh, Sanjay has already built a portfolio of 150 plus companies, has had four unicorns, OEO, Block One, CoinDCX, before that. So his learnings plus the new investments, we've done 105 from 100x. I think the very fact that we engage with so many uh, founders and seasoned and freshers, uh, there's a pattern recognition which happens beyond a point, right? So, but 
all of this combined with these five points, I think is the determining process and the investment thesis at 100x.bc. Absolutely. That's very interesting. And I've learned that the way you invest in these companies is through safe notes or the way you call it, I safe notes, right? Correct. So can you give, give our audience in view of uh, how are these safe notes structured and what do they re- really mean in layman terms? Yeah, so you know, I think when we were starting out, we realized that uh, the the challenge was that most of these early stage companies were not getting funding because they were not they were very early. They still needed a product market fit, so to speak, or a minimal viable product, right? Uh, and the second challenge was that you know, even if they were able to secure funding from some angel uh, or an entity, uh, they were uh, they were asked to do a shareholders draft, right? Which is very difficult to determine, right, in terms of valuation at a very early stage, right? Plus the cost and the time spent in closing that transaction on an SHA, uh, which requires legal cost and uh, just the duration of you know getting the shares allocated and determining the valuation. So we we didn't want to do that. We we realized that Safe is an instrument which has been used in the US. So we 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 formulated the Indian version of it, which is a condensed version of a convertible compulsory convertible preference share, a five pager document which we made open source. Uh, at our on our website, and it's available for any founder to download, view, and utilize. If they're not raising from hundred X, they can utilize it to raise from other investors. And the 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 reason for that instrument, and we are the only fund which is doing all our investments through iSafe, is because we fundamentally believe that at this stage, at the bottom of the pyramid, founders are coming up with ideas and built out. Uh, building problems and building products which cannot be valued right now. They have to create the stickiness, right? But does that mean that they don't require money? They do, right? So iSafe is an instrument which enables taking the money right now and, uh, you know, diluting your equity at a future time. So not only do you uh, save on not assigning a valuation, more importantly, you save on the time of getting the money into the bank account. Uh, and not not going through the necessary process or the legal cost around it. So a, it's founder friendly. It's uh, it's quick. You can close a transaction very soon. Most importantly, that money which is received very soon can be utilized very quickly to build your vision sooner than later. Absolutely, yeah, and uh, that that's a great uh, format that you've built it in. Kind of also de-risking the investment on your end as well because it's so early in the journey that uh, a lot of them will still not succeed, right? Uh, but you also have the upside that if they succeed, right? Uh, and like, if you could give us uh, a view on the, from the insights, like how does the program look like from the inside? How is it structured, and what can founders really gain to expect to gain uh, if they are selected in the program? Uh, and like a more view on that, so that our founders have a view uh, what they can expect. Yeah, so as I said, you know, it's we don't run it like a program program per se, right? Uh, we identify a set of companies. We then decide that these are the set of 10 or 20 companies you want to invest in. And step one is uh, we call them, you know, we do an investment committee. If the invest committee decides that we want to go ahead and invest in it, from there on 15 days, we close the transaction and the first step is to give the money, right? Now, these companies are spread across, you know, India, uh, Maharashtra, you know, Delhi, Bombay, Chennai, Coimbatore, Indore, uh, and we don't ask anybody to come to office uh, in uh, to Bombay, right? They receive the money, we start building, and we start. Uh, if they're they're based in Bombay, we meet up with them. If they're not based in Bombay, we'll have a process of you know kind of understanding their product, uh, getting into product calls, getting into uh, you know GTM calls, so on and so forth. 
three weeks prior to the VC pitch day is when when we are announcing the companies is when we ask the founders to come down to our office. So all founders assemble in Bombay for three weeks where we then are spending, you know, uh, you know, 100 plus man hours between the 100x team with these founders talking on, you know, strategy, GTM, uh, product development, product enhancements, uh, so on and so forth. And while that is happening, as I mentioned earlier during the conversation, we then also bring in external folks uh, be it the likes of Nitesh Mithusin from Mazara, um, you know, uh, or people, you know, just generally who built out uh, unicorns and businesses uh, and getting them to speak and interact with these founders to get practical insights into what they're building out, right? Um, and and then we announce these companies at the VCP day. And the next step is, you know, helping them build a larger round, stitch a larger round, uh, and then continue this journey. We, we, all the 105 companies we've invested in, uh, we work very, very closely with them because we've still not taken a single exit in our, any of our portfolio companies. Uh, 10% of our portfolio have already gone to Series A uh, and we have the same level of engagement with those Series A companies as we do with the latest uh, company from Class 08, which is the latest cohort. Yep, that's very inter interesting. Thank for, thanks for sharing that. Uh, and would you like to share uh, some of the exciting portfolio companies that have been part of the program? I know you mentioned... Uh, a few in the in the conversation up until now, but uh, can you give us a few more? Yeah, so you know, 105 companies, uh, you know, all of them are favorites. Uh, you know, I mentioned 10% of our portfolio has gone to Series A. Now, uh, I think, you know, one is Smiles.ai. Uh, we invested in them uh, in September of 2019. Um, and in March 2022, they ended up raising a Series A of 23 million. Now uh, we've got Data Sutra, um, we've got you know Blue Learn, which recently uh, raised capital from Lightspeed and Elevation, uh, and uh, you know we've got Vitra.ai, which is converting uh, you know uh, any video into uh, you know fifty two. Back then it was fifty two languages. Now it's I think two hundred plus, and um, uh, in, in, in you know converting the video into that language with the right dialect, right? So a lot of dubbing use cases in media and tech. Um, and so many, and Kerala Banana Chips, you know, a uh, portfolio brand company. Uh, Manas is doing exceptionally and phenomenally well. Uh, Mind Pierce, which recently got showcased on Shark Tank, along with Broomies, uh, a whole lot of them. So very, very sector agnostic. We have a wide array of portfolio in SaaS, deep technology, consumer, consumer tech, uh, D2C, um, yeah, uh, health tech, fintech, uh, you know, from our class one pocketly, which is, which is the Rockstar company, uh, doing amazingly well, and we've got Pension Box, which is again in fintech, um, and then health tech. We've got Swasthya.ai um, uh, to you know renal project from Class Zero One. So very very diverse set of portfolio. And Prashant, the whole objective of keeping the sector agnostic and diverse is that can I ca can we help uh, a healthcare company reach up optimum point so that a healthcare investor can identify them? And similarly. You know, a deep tech company which can we nurture them and, and through our investment and network so that they can be uh, they can achieve a certain metric to be identified by a deep tech investor, like in the case of uh, uh, Vitra.ai, which got funded by a deep tech fund called Inflexor, right? So, so very diverse set, and and you know, I'm I'm hoping to reach a point where I can't remember many of their names because the company has the size has to grow. But uh, with that being said, jokes apart, we should. You're remembering all their names, uh, but yeah, these are these are the companies, and all of them are listed on a portfolio uh, page. 
and uh, and you know we are very very excited about you know how this story is going to pan out for uh, all of them uh, because we fundamentally believe that um, there is so much opportunity in India that each sector uh, has has a lot of potential uh, and and therefore you know we continue to stay sector agnostic uh, while looking at asset light models but very very sector. Absolutely, and I'll, I'll try and link the, your portfolio page below so that our listeners can go and check out the interesting companies that you've backed. Uh, and moving on, uh, recently you announced this shift from your standard deal size, which was, I believe, previously uh, 75K for a 7.5% company. Was it that? So 20, 25 lakhs, 25 lakhs for a future of 7%. Yeah, and now the new deal that you're offering is... 1.5 crore for 15% equity, right? And this is in iSafe notes. 1.25 crores for a future. Oh, still funny. Okay, sorry. And and again, all of it through iSafe. We do not do equity rounds or a shareholder round. Right. Yeah. So what's the thought behind this change? What uh, made you increase the deal size and also the percentage equity that you're taking? No, so as I said, right, we, we did 80 investments uh, uh, with 25 lakh checks and we ourselves got a little more confident in terms of managing these companies and making these companies succeed. Uh, while these founders were amazing, right? So these, comp- these founders actually made the companies succeed, uh, particularly through uh, the COVID crisis, right? And, uh, and I think once we crossed that barrier, we realized that, you know, I think now the time has come uh, where we can give them more capital because we we are seeing uh, how they can utilize this money and and give them enough money so that they can grow because you know what happened with covid was that uh, the funding uh, cycles had elongated everybody was scared all type of investors were scared that you know should i invest in new companies or should i save my money for my existing portfolio because god knows if they would require it or not right uh, they will be able to raise money or not and and keeping that in mind, and because the whole world went through a, you know, a new cycle, right? So we realized that we are we are con- going to continue on this mission of de- deploying hundred companies. But God forbid, you know, if such a situation like uh, COVID comes up again, and uh, you know, how do you how do you ensure that these companies, you know, if they are able to, uh, if they are not able to raise some capital for let's say six months, uh, they should have enough capital. So hence the thought was, let's give them more capital. Uh, again, standardize the process, and again, we invest at one go. We don't invest in tranches, uh, and and that also kind of increases, you know, their ability to experiment more, right? If it's a hardware technology, uh, they're building a hardware product, right? They can utilize that capital uh, more more effectively in terms of creating more prototypes, right? Um, and and that was the reasoning behind it. We just felt that now the time has come. We can increase the check size. Uh, we still don't do follow-on investments. Um, and the whole objective now is that can we now do 100 investments a year with this new check size? Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. And uh, like also talking about the Indian startup ecosystem in general, right? Because this has been a focal point as well, like globally, not just in India. The world now sees India is the next big thing, right? Uh, and you are like like basically backing the very at, at the very grassroots levels uh, level, right? So, how do you look at the Indian startup ecosystem? What are the most exciting sectors for you personally? Uh, where do you think the next maybe billion dollar company will be coming up? You know, so Prashant, to be very honest, I think there is no better time than uh, two thousand twenty three. Uh, you know, it, it is India's time, right? And I think globally also, we've seen a lot of 
international funds come in and invest in in Indian uh, in the Indian ecosystem. So there are two three points to it. One, a the ability to drive more value out of Indian companies is just too high, right? Because we have a very large population which is now across China. First point. Second point is that this population for the first time has access to so so much information. So the connectivity, thanks to UPI and cheap data, has brought this entire country uh, together and facilitated digital innovation and transactions. Right, which is point number two, which is a great point for any investor when he is looking at entering a geography. Right, and the third is that you know this country is already in the sixth, uh, the second uh, phase of your. Uh, is evolution. The first phase was 2009 to 2016. And then 2016 onwards, you had the, the government initiative of Fund of Funds, Startup India, and ETIO. And then advent of micro VCs and growth stage VCs coming. And the number of startups coming out, right? So now by 2023, you've got 102, 105 all unicorns. You've had multiple companies go to IPO. Uh, you have a great supply of companies second time entrepreneurs starting up right so there is no other country like india uh in this world in my opinion right and hence as a fund we are also very uh, clear in the type of companies you want to invest in we only want to invest in indian holding companies we are not investing in singapore we're not investing in us are not investing in any geography this is an india focused fund uh for india for Maharat, right and so I'm personally very, very excited. In fact, everyone at 100X, Sanjay, Linath, Yagnesh, uh, Watsal, myself, we are firm believers that the story for the next decade or even the next century is in India. And we are more than happy to pull up our sleeves, uh, pull up our trousers, get, dive into the mud to find the diamonds. Uh, more than happy because this is where you'll find the, the, the bright stars and the diamonds. Absolutely. And I totally agree with that. India, like... It has been a growing market for some time and this probably right now is the time that it will break out from here and like propel into something even bigger, right? Uh, great. And uh, now moving on to a more uh, thought-provoking question. So what's something that you've learned now that you wish you had learned when maybe you were starting 100X VC? Oh, I think we learned a lot of things during the process of you know, creating 100X and now till the time uh, till 2023, I think we've had massive learnings. And uh, I don't think I have anything which I would say I, I wish I knew that before we started because I, I we couldn't have known that COVID is going to come. But, you know, we managed our portfolios. We continued to deploy in companies uh, during COVID. Uh, we didn't do 20 investments in a class. We did 9, 10 investments. But we continued, right? Um, so uh, I think... What we are trying to do in India, I think executing a hundred investment thesis per year is is a tall task. And I think there is no easy way or saying that I wish I knew how to do this. I think it's a game of execution, very much like the founders, right? It's a game of execution. So I think uh, I would say that, you know, uh, the only thing which we, I, I wish we knew when we, before we started 100X, is uh, the the amount of opportunity we have in India, right? And wish we could have started three years before that. So 
you know so hopefully we would have been six years into this but uh nonetheless you know never built never uh never regret the past things but we started now and we are investing heavily uh but yeah that's 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 what i have to say on that absolutely and now moving on to our last main question before we move on to the rapid fire round and this one is about uh what's maybe one problem that you feel still remains unsolved in early stage investing or something that you feel needs improvement still no i think i think you know we need to understand india's come a long way and uh, we are definitely much much ahead compared to other countries right as i said you know it's a function of execution i think the government is doing their execution role in terms of policies incubation centers and accelerators have come into existence they're doing their bit uh and there are a lot of funds which are doing in fact today the funds the number of funds and the amount of capital which is there today to be invested uh is just just phenomenal right so today if you're an early stage founder you've got uh, access to incubation centers accelerators micro vcs uh growth stage vcs right uh, and then the government grants right this is this ecosystem has never been so vibrant and and also with the advent of you know funds like 100x which is doing investments through isafe which enables founders to raise money capital uh, capital soon then micro vcs who are doing shs and and growth stage vcs which are doing shs and then venture debt right so much so much is happening right now the i think uh the the there is no problem in terms of early stage investing right i think the only thing which we need to look at collectively and the onus is on the founder side that uh, it's a great time for india things have just conspired uh, to you know have this one nodal point india just happens to be in that after 100 years right so so the only problem would be if we don't build businesses which can cater to such a large population the domestic market in itself is so huge right and we've got uh, they, everybody has the buying capacity everybody is aspirational everybody is generating income even in tier 2 tier 3 city right so 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 the problem would be uh, we have so much uh, support system uh, but if you're not able to see quality deep tech companies coming out or quality brands being built out of india then that would be an opportunity lost right which i think will not happen because i think founders are sincerely building out some amazing businesses and and hence i don't think 2023 has any any problems right now i think on the regulatory side i would prefer that you know certain taxation uh, issues are solved for the betterment of the founders uh, and investors uh, from the policy making side but besides that i think it's a great time uh, from an investment standpoint yeah great So now now let's do the rapid fire round wherein I'll ask you five quick questions about the fund that you're investing through and you have to give five quick answers all right so the first one goes well, what are the sectors and regions that you're investing in sure so we only invest in india uh we are very sector agnostic uh we ends at both we invest at both sides of the spectrum uh d to c consumer brands all the way to deep technology uh health tech uh saas uh, so on and so forth as long as you're building an asset might uh, model out of india we both then have to evaluate and invest what's the typical stage of investment so we don't want to invest in ideas if you just have an idea on a tissue paper but if you build that idea from a tissue paper to a sample or a machine uh, or a software uh, we'll be very happy so we come in at a minimal viable product a proof of concept 
uh, early traction, right? And these are the stages we like to come in and invest. Great. And what's the typical check size that you put? So we only have one check size, very standard, 1.25 crores, which is roughly around 160k USD, uh, which we invest in our portfolio companies, irrespective of the stage. So you could be doing uh, 10 lakh rupees per month, uh, or you've just built a deep tech product, which is just operational. We have zero clients. Uh, uh, if we decide to invest in you, everybody will get 1.25 crores per account. Great. Where can founders pitch or apply to the accelerator? Sure. So we are very approachable. You know, you can reach out to us on 100x.vc slash class09, which is open. Uh, and once we close this, it will be, you know, 100x.vc slash class010. Uh, all information is available on our website, 100x.vc. Uh, so feel free to, you know, log on to our website. Uh, they can subscribe to the monthly newsletter to know more about our initiatives um, and and keep going through our content, which has investment thesis on all our portfolio companies in terms of why we invested in those companies. Uh, and and it gives us a perspective of what 100x things when they're investing in a company, whether it's a SaaS or a deep tech. And, uh, uh, and, and keep looking out for the announcements for our latest classes uh, so that you can apply. We, we, we're, we're almost closed and on the verge of closing class 09 and we'll be soon announcing class 010. But if you are listening to this and... Uh, you feel you have something great to showcase, log on to a website, uh, 100x.vc slash class09 and share your deck and we'll be happy to schedule all these stuff. Absolutely. And the last one is, uh, where can our listeners follow you? So I'm very accessible, uh, you know, very active on LinkedIn. So feel free to follow me over there. Or Instagram, which is Shashank Randev underscore 100x. Uh, 100x. Uh, that's my handle. So feel free to uh, follow me over there. I keep doing the uh, a few sessions and uh, and posting certain reels, which is around content for founders. So yeah, so these are two places which I'm very active at besides Twitter. Great. I'll make sure to put all those links in the show notes below so that our listeners can get there easily. Thank you so much for making time for this, Sashank. It was great talking to you and happy investing. Thank you, Prashant, for having me. Really, really appreciate this and, and look forward to meeting you sometime in person. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. Okay. Thanks. Thanks.